0: Welcome to the Well and Wealthy podcast with your host, Alicia McPherson. Five ways to activate your fat burning hormone. So this episode is for women that let's say they want to lose weight, they want to lose fat, they want to change their body composition levels, whether it's 10 pounds, 20, 30, 50, 100, 200, it doesn't matter. But... I want to fully make this clear that this, all the stuff that I'm going to be talking about in this episode will be relevant for the women that have a decent adrenal response, adrenal stress response. So if you're someone who is identifying with that exhausted collapse phase, this, the the, the techniques I'm going to share in this are most likely not going to be relevant for you yet, with our clients that are in this, this phase, we like to do one month, six weeks, eight weeks of a repair protocol to get your adrenals where they should be into safety. Because if you are exhausted or completely collapsed, right, where you can barely get out of bed in the morning, you're emotionally numb, things don't excite you anymore. You've got no motivation to do things. It's you know hard to you re- sometimes rely on caffeine just to get out of bed, really exhausted, right? Don't touch me vibes, get away from me vibes, need space vibes. Then we're going to have to do some work to repair that because losing weight is a trigger. It's traumatic on the body. There are strategies we have to do to get your body to start calming and regulating these fat storing hormones. And we got to activate the fat burning hormones. So it can be a little bit triggering, it can be a little bit stressful. Now I I consider this good stress that we put our body on under when we're trying to lose weight because we want to have stress resiliency. So it's micro stress to build. Think about going to the gym and working your muscles. When you're doing a bicep curl and you're lifting heavy weights, your muscles are actually breaking down to rebuild even stronger. So sometimes our weight loss strategies, we're getting rid of Old, efficient mitochondria, so we can rebuild new, healthy, stronger mitochondria. Okay, so weight loss can—it is—it is a little bit of a stressor. It's changing things in the system to move the hormones in the way we want them them to, to move the metabolism in the way we want them to. So it's very important that you have a decent, a decent stress adrenal nervous system response that we can work off of. So, little transparency, and now let's move into five techniques. So the first one that I do really love, and this one gets a lot of grief in, in society's intermittent fasting. I still practice intermittent fasting. I've been practicing it since 2018. No, before that since 2017, I believe, and it has been wonders on my body now now. How it works is you're 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 cycling your eating periods and fasting periods and what this does is it regulates and calms one of the main fat storing hormones insulin. This is one of the primary hormones involved in fat storage. So we want to calm and regulate insulin. We love insulin. We love the insulin response. We want good insulin levels, but we want to make sure it's calm and regulated and not in overdrive because when insulin is overdrive, think of chipmunks running around, grabbing all the nuts and taking them to their hole and burying them for the winter. I use this example because my mom likes to feed the chipmunks in the spring, early summer time. And so she'll throw peanuts and the chipmunks go nuts and they grab these peanuts. Sometimes they'll grab one. Sometimes they'll shove two or three in their mouth, depending how old the chipmunks is, chipmunks are, and they run to their hole and they pop them down in the hole. And then they're back like minutes later. So that's like insulin. It's that fat storage chipmunk. So fasting levels can improve insulin levels. And encourage the body to turn this stored fat that we have for energy now i in our protocol we have a method that i call fem fasting so the fasting protocol needs to be designed for the female body whether you're menstruating or perimenopause menopause we have different protocols that we use for women that are that correlate to their phase of adrenal dysfunction and their hormonal status and as well as where they are in their cyclical years, menstruating, perimenopause, or menopause. But I love fasting. I love variations with fasting. And I think it can be an excellent tool if you do it correctly, if you do it for your body type, your body composition, your adrenal type, and your hormonal influence. This is why working with experts that understand these nutritional strategies will get you way better results than than kind of winging it. Because I think that's why intermittent fasting has got a little bit of you know, heat is because um the research done on it is typically on people who are severely caloric deficient. They're not eating enough. And to me, like in our protocol, if we don't have someone eating enough, we don't go into fasting. We focus on eating more calories first because being in a, a constant caloric deficient state you're, you're going to run into thyroid issues. You're going to run into metabolic and hormonal damage. So we do want to make sure adequate calories are still met and you can be in a slight caloric deficit, but we don't want anything very severe. And we want to go through periods of maintenance so that your body doesn't, um, go into that adaptation phase. So I like variations with intermittent fasting, um, being respectful that you're eating enough your, your stress response and that, um, you know, you're, you're being, you're making sure that you are getting the adequate calories. I think this is a really, really big thing. And then also the the variation in your, your cycles. If you're a menstruating female follicular ovulation phase is a very different time than luteal and menstruation phase. So if you have women doing these fasting protocols, which might be like, there was a study that was an alternative day fasting where you eat one day, you don't eat the next. And women were doing that throughout their entire cycle. And that to me is nuts because luteal menstruation, mostly, mo, mo, mostly luteal phase, you don't want to be doing anything that's going to create extra stress on the body, like an alternative day fast. So this is where I think fasting um, gets such a bad rep because people aren't doing it right. <laughs> right, They're not fem fasting. They're not aligning it with our cycles, like any nutrition or health plan. Everything is very much catered to Someone who's got this exact same hormonal and metabolic response day to day, like a man, but we, as women, we don't, we have fluctuating hormones day to day, week to week. So it's crazy to not think your, your nutrition plan needs to coincide with that. It needs to work with that instead of trying to fight it. So that's the the problem I, I see with people that are bashing fasting is they're not understanding it. They're not really understanding femme fasting. They're not understanding fasting in a way that, that can work with the female body because there's so much research on fasting, like not caloric deficits like just fasting alone so if two people are getting the exact same calories in a day one person's doing fasting the other is not there's so many cellular benefits to it helping the body flush out toxins helping the body regroup that i think it, it should be added into people's strategy provided that again they're eating enough and their stress response is okay okay Next one we've got is high intensity interval training. So these short, intense bursts of exercise followed by rest or lower intensity exercise exercises stimulate the, the release of our fat burning hormones, growth hormone being a big one. So I love, love, love incorporating just short, even five minute bursts for a lot of clients. It also helps with insulin sensitivity. If you're in a overstimulated state in the stress response, the HIIT training actually tells your body that it's it can end the stress cycle and you can move into safety. So adding it into your, your routine can be a great idea. Now for myself, I, I still just practice yoga every day. Yoga and walking are my main two things, but I'm not really in a place that I'm looking to lose any more weight or fat. I'm quite comfortable where I'm at right now. Um, however, for clients that are looking to lose 20, 50, you know, hundred pounds adding in hit a few times a week is incredible. So we have, um, on the team now, we actually have a fitness coach who creates and customizes a full workout routine for our clients on top of the work that we do in the hormones and nutrition and, and all the good stuff that we do. And so we have most of our clients, if they want to, on some sort of like hit training, whether it's once a week, twice, five times a week, we're always basing it off of what the client can do. If you're really burnt out, we might be just telling you to walk every single day for the next six to eight weeks. So we can heal that adrenal response. But once we get your strength and your energy up, you're like, I've got some energy, so much energy. I don't know how to burn it. Then hit can be a beautiful strategy that we incorporate if, if you're up for it. Okay. Next we have consuming healthy or what I like to call them anti-inflammatory fats. So fats are going to be great for hormone production, but also insulin sensitivity. So it allows the body to use glucose or sugars more efficiently and store less fat. Okay. The healthy fats also Stimulate the release of something called CCK. So, that's a hormone that tells us, hey, we're feeling full. We don't need to overeat. We don't need to overdo it. So, I love making sure our clients have a good amount of anti inflammatory fats in their day. And the really cool thing about anti inflammatory fats is they're easily accessible olive oil, avocados, sometimes almond butter, nuts, and seeds. These are things that require no prep. You can just grab them and go. They're so easy on the counter, no prep work. It's awesome. All right. Next up, we have increasing protein intake. So this is obvious, but honestly, I would say close to, I'm kind of guessing here, but close to 90% of our clients are not eating enough protein. And this is the, what I consider the hardest part of our protocol is trying to get people to, ah, maybe it's a tie between trying to get them to eat more and trying to get them to eat more protein. Those are the two hard ones that I find clients that are stuck in a, in a pattern of, if I eat more, I'll gain weight. And I don't want to eat more protein because that feels weird, right? If they're stuck in that mindset, it's hard to break that, but we are very successful in doing that, but trying to get people to eat more protein because most of our clients are severely deficient into protein. Protein is going to stimulate the production of hormones that are going to regulate appetite increase the feelings of fullness, and they also have an amazing thermic effect on the body, meaning the body is going to burn more calories um, digesting protein than digesting carbs or fat. Protein also helps fuel our mitochondria, which are the powerhouses of the cells. They take... the the energy from our calories and turn them into energy that we can use. So the more protein that we have in, in our body, the stronger our mitochondria are. So we've got a nice efficient and fast metabolism, taking calories, using it as energy opposed to taking calories and storing it as fat. Okay. And the last one I want to talk about today is cold water immersion. So this is exposing the body to colder temperatures it could be an ice bath. Like we have a plunge, um, culture plunge. We have one, you could have cold showers, but it activates our Brown adipose tissue. And this is a type of fat that burns calories to generate heat. So the process actually leads to an increased metabolic rate and it stimulates those fat burning hormones. And again, I'll repeat it. The whole premise of our protocol McPherson method is to calm and regulate the fat storing hormones like estrogen, like cortisol, like insulin, and to activate the fat burning hormones like growth hormone, like our thyroid hormones. So I love a, some sort of cold exposure in the day. This could be even taking an ice cube and putting it around your body or your face. You can start off nice and slow or getting into the the cold shower or maybe a cold tub, cold plunge. All right, my loves, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope this was useful as usual. If you're looking for help and support on your weight loss journey, I would be honored to guide you. So I will leave a link below in the show notes on how you can book a complimentary consult to see if our weight loss protocol is a good fit for you. So on this call, we'll just get a good understanding of where you're currently at, right? what you've tried, if it's worked, if it's didn't worked. And then we can see if if based on that information, our protocol is a good fit. So it's a non-pressure call. It's like a consult just to get a sense of where you're at and, and see if you can become one of our many, many success stories. All right, beautifuls, I will see you in the next episode.